You have now tuned in to Ambitiously, the podcast. See, I knew my doc baby was in the building because he told me. All right, so we're going to do this right. We got to get it right. Welcome, welcome to the show. It is me. It is me, your girl, Laborly, a.k.a. You have now tuned in to Ambitiously, the podcast. Um, can you hear me now, boo? See, this is why I need you here. Because you tell me all of the things that aren't right. This is why I need you here. So let me, um, I got to put everything on the screen real quick. Um, hi, because my boo is always here. Okay, good. Oh, awesome. My baby told me my sound was here. My sound was here. And... Um, I had no audio for a second, but we have audio now. Um, okay, uh, okay, audio. Okay, everything is good. Everything is good. We got DocSav9112 in the building. Hey, hi, honey buns. Oh, I'll be missing you when I'm not here. So. Okay, so there's some things that I got to say. And I got to be honest because this is who I am. No. I'm going to get to the shits first. First things first, we got to put this on the screen real quick. Um, Today is Media Monday. And you can see it over there in, in, in the corner. Today is Media Monday. Today is the day that we get into the shenanigans of the shenanigans. Um, because that's what we do on Media Monday. Yeah, we talk about the latest trends. What's on the gab beat? We talk about it. You know, we talk about it and we get into it. So, um, also, also, the phone line is open. 443-850-4828. 443-850-4828. You can drop a comment. You can call in. You can drop a text. Or you can ask me to hit the link. Know that if you drop a um, text or you call in, you are on live. You are on live. Um, if you ask me to drop the link and I drop it and then you come in the building, then that's live too. We just, we keep it live all the way. We keep it lit and live all the way up here. Poo, we do. Um, like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. We need every like, every share, and every subscription. It's, it's slowly coming, but it's coming. Um, mm, mm, mm. All right, so this weekend, before I get into the Gabby. This weekend, I did go out on my first official date. Listen, I have not, like, I know I say that I'm dating, and I'm not really not, though, because I don't go anywhere. I'm a mom, and it's all about my kids. So I did do that this weekend. It was great. It was cool until, well, no. So it was a lot of stuff that happened beforehand. I'm I'm like um, Little Shop of Horrors. My stomach don't play. When she hungry, she hungry. And it don't take much to fill her up. But if she's hungry, she's hungry, right? Hold on. Let me put this on here. When she's hungry, this is what you get. <laughs> so that happened. Um, It was a good vibe, you know. Everything is subtle over here. I don't move too fast, but um, I feel like my pace is a good pace. So that happened. It was a good vibe. You know, everything was everything. But um, uh, you know, I'm still in my uh, 
in my zone, you know, in my, I, I'm newly single, so I'm still in my zone. Um, yeah. Yeah, I needed a Snickers, and I didn't have a Snickers. And then we had this place that we were going to that the vibe was good and the food was good. So, you know, it was what it was. We did toast. Um, We toasted. We did some things. We, we chilled. It was a good vibe. We were on the waterfront. That's always a vibe um, here in Baltimore. Um, But it was what it was. Okay. So I just needed to say my weekend was good. It was not a bad weekend. It was good. Um, it was cool. I ain't gonna say it was okay. There's some other things I could say about how my weekend would have um turned out amazing, but whatever. Um, we had seafood. Okay, because Doc said what type of food we had seafood. Um, I'm a big fan of calamari, so I had calamari, um, and then drinks. Um, I don't remember what he had. That was too much to ask. See what I'm saying? That's what I mean about the, um, and I, I, I try. I pay attention, but I don't pay much attention to everything that's going on. But I had seafood this weekend, so, you know, it was cool. Um, and then I cooked on the grill yesterday. And that's always a vibe when I cook on the grill. Ah, I love cooking on the grill. It's one of my favorite pastimes. So yeah, I hit the grill. It was blazing. And the food was good. You know what I mean? Like, it was good. Um, we had beef ribs. Because it's, it's beef everything over here. So we had beef ribs. Um, hamburgers. Uh, and Nathan's hot dogs. It's only two hot dogs you're going to catch me eating. It's Nathan's, well, maybe three, but it's Nathan's on this for sure. It's Nathan's and then it's, um, ballpark. I only eat beef, everything. So it, it was what it was. It was fine though. I had a good weekend. Anyway, so today is Media Monday. Today is where we get down on the, um, gab beat. Still single. Still living my life, but you know what I mean? You know, it's okay to have a little adult fun. And it was the first time that I had been, you know, having... Well, it was the first time that I had, you know, adult fun because I'm a mom and, you know, all of my thing is surrounded around my kid. But yes, it's Media Monday. We got some things to talk about. Um, We got some things to talk about. So let's get into it. Um, before I get into the, the nitty and the gritty, though, I do have to do this. So I'll be right back. All of the links are available in our um, YouTube subscription. Uh, no subscription on Twitch and Facebook be playing with me. So there's no su subscription on there. So if you are looking for our booze, then... Our, 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 our advertisers then hit the link tree link and the subscription um below and our youtube link that's how we getting down what's good my ambitious uh, ones i am here because savage fenty is offering up something extraordinary you get two for 29 dollars bras and 50% off other items for new vip members you heard me Two bras for $29 plus 50% off of other items for new VIP memberships. I mean, you can't beat that.
that's right. Um, folks can still follow. They can or hit the button. They can. They can. Oh, Doc, baby. That's what I'm saying. Like, they can still do all of that, although they can't get to the... Because Facebook be, hit, be on some hate and stuff. But, yeah, you definitely can still follow and you definitely can still hit the link. So, let's get into it. I have it arranged the way that I want it arranged for a certain reason. And we're going to leave her last. Um, we're going to leave him last. We are going to talk. We're going to talk about, oh, my gosh, there's a gnat in here. And I want to kill it, but I can't. So, first things first, let's get the Vic. Because, um, you know, a lot of us have it in our heads, right? That once you get on, you get on and you're good. I, I, I will never, I'm going to get on and keep my money going. Um, and it ain't going to be somebody else telling me that I'm getting on because I'm in the industry. But anyway, Vic Mensa, let's talk about him. He's being sued for unpaid rent in his Chi-Town pad. <sighs> let's go on. Let's go on. Let's, let's, let's get into it. So Vic Mensa is being sued by his ex-landlord who claims he's way behind on rent. Um, but the rapper says that the landlord was operating an unsafe building, which led to a terrifying incident, which, with, um, oh, 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 okay. With, with Vic Mensa's girlfriend. I'm going to get into that in a minute, too, because I got some things to say about that. Um, so his attorney, George Julios, I hope I said that right, filed the suit on behalf of the property owner, that wasn't even his. It is, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to get to that, too. Um, but the property owner, George, we're just going to call him George because I feel like I'm going to fuck his name up all the way. Um, so George claims on behalf of the property owner um, that Vic was highlighting a flashy lifestyle on social media pics of a fancy um fancy watches and sports cars and he was failing to pay rent according to the lawsuit Vic now owes $8,341 in rent what and is uh, and late fees them late fees them late fees um so George adds that his client is left holding a bag of paying real estate taxes, maintenance, and other costs for the building while Vic Mensa continues to use and occupy the space without paying rent. However, a rep for Vic says that the landlord's always out of line, um, is way out of line here. That's what the, the landlord Um, That's what Vic said the landlord is. So the landlord actually... um. So what he said was the landlord actually put the lives of Vic, Men Vic Mensa's family in danger, particularly his girlfriend, who points to a March incident when the cops say someone broke into the place when his girlfriend was home alone. Um, police records confirm a man was arrested and charged for breaking into the apartment and the court records that Sus um, that suspect he has also been previously arrested multiple times for battery and for violating in the 
um, you know, in the um, assault situation. So he is, is, is on the registry. Um, Vic thinks that the landlord failed to take adequate security measures around the building despite numerous requests. Um, so he moved out immediately after the incident and yes, stopped paying rent because he no longer lived there. The property owner's um, attorney is pushing back, claiming security was increased after the break-in and Vic's back rent is overdue. Mm-hmm. So let's see what we got to say here because my boo got some things he wanted to take and tap into. Um, first, yes, tomorrow. Hold on. Let me get that on the screen. All right, yes, tomorrow is the first of the month. It's the first of the month. Come on. Okay, whatever. Um, pay that rent, Doc said. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, and this is a very important thing that you're saying right now. If it's true, Vic need to put the rent money in escrow. You know what drives me crazy about a lot of black folks is that they don't know about escrow. You know how escrow keeps you out of a lot of trouble. Um, out of a lot of trouble. And I didn't learn about it early. I learned about it late. But escrow is very much, that keeps you out of, because it's, it's, the money is sitting there and the rent can be paid if you abide by the things that you're supposed to abide by. You feel me? Um, so, yeah, I love escrow. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite. Till the landlord fixes the issue. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you put your money in escrow, is nothing that they can say about anything. They have to fix the problems, and then they get the money. I believe so wholeheartedly in escrow. It's crazy. Um fixed for the landlord fix the issues which is for in his case i guess you know he said um it was maintenance and a couple of other secure maintenance security and a couple of other things and if the money is an escrow then he has no choice but to fix it because he's not getting that money until he fixes the things that are necessarily f supposed to be fixed yeah security like all of that and being as though you have rented your property to somebody who is in the limelight know who you rent your property to like just understand that just know that if you rent your property to don't matter what class of celebrity a b c d just know that they're gonna come with their bullshit too so you should be ready Make sure all of your your situations are in order, and then on in the case of Vic Mensa, yeah, baby, escrow, uh, very much, very much, escrow is everything. Um, but I digress. I digress. I do. Um, but I wanted to talk about that a little bit, and we got some other things to talk about too. Let's get to Drake, cause Drake has been on one lately. Oh my gosh, Drake, I don't know. Stay legal. Yeah, stay legal. Period. Facts. Stay legal. And listen, I am about to become a, a landlord very soon. And to me, I'm going to stay on top of my shh and escrow. I know what escrow is, so I'm ready for that part too. 
But let's get to... No, we're not going to go to Drake. We're going to save Drake for a little bit later. We are going to go to the statement. No, it is Drake. (laughs) Drake is showing his ass. Aubrey, you are showing your ass. But... Um, so as we we've been talking about it a little bit here lately, and as far as Drake and being on tour and all of those good things, um, Drake said on Utopia Vogue the the Vogue lawsuit saved Pharrell and Pusha T from him. Yeah, petty ass Aubrey, yo, like, like you know we gotta, and if he's serving it up, I'm serving it up. Mm, petty, petty ass Aubrey. And I don't want to talk about Drake all the time, but he keep bringing shit to my table, so I got to talk about it. He petty as shit. But he says that um, the lawsuit with Vogue saved Pharrell and Pusha T. Let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Let's let's see what he had to say, Um, because I feel like that's very important. You know, we can't just drop the headline. We got to talk about it. So Drake used the bulk of his mic time on the Travis Scott's new Utopia album, because... Utopia is here. Travis Scott is back, and he full. We're gonna talk about him too. Oh, we go, we're gonna talk about him a little bit towards the end. But um, on the Utop- Utopia album, um, he used it to fire shots at Pusha T and Pharrell, uh, and was definitely aiming for their freaking heads. I'm trying, I've cussed already, but I'm trying not to be a, a potty mouth all the way. So on the track Meltdown, um, the same song where Travis jabs at Kylie Jenner, um, Kylie Jenner's new dude, and his name is Timothy Calamet. I think he's French. Um, Drake Drake digs into Pharrell climb, claiming to have bought his cover and our N-E-R-D jewelry just to alter it. Ooh, Drake, you petty. Oh, you petty, petty. Um, if you recall, Drake fixed Pharrell's rare stones in his um, Jumbotron pop and shit video. Um, but Jim Jones has since been accused of doing the dirty work for Drake in the beef against Pusha. Now the OVO rapper says he can fight his own battles. Oh, Drake. I kind of like this for Drake. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to tell you in a minute. <laughs> I'm going to tell you in a minute. Drake also ruthlessly dissed Pharrell, um, Pharrell's new gig at Louis Vuitton, declaring that Louis Vuitton... Um, declaring that Louis Vuitton to um, well declaring Louis Vuitton to be a faded brand now that Virgil is not here anymore. And as the Pusher and Drake, I mean, as for Pusher, Drake says there's no reason for him or his camp to duck the fade as his it's all a blur tour schedules an easy Google. Um, oh, easy to. Google, oh yeah, it kind of do. It kind, it kind of, cause okay. So Drake also claims he's been pulled. Um, he would have pulled up on Pusha during his run race, um, run runaway stroll amid Paris Fashion Week, if it wasn't for the Vogue magazine, petty pesky ass four million dollars lawsuit against him. Mm-hmm. 
he already embarrassed Anna Winter because we remember we talked about. I showed y'all the picture of the the whole Anna Winter situation. It was it was scary. It was catastrophic. It was real scary. By using um, her mug as a stage prop, Pusha just might be next. Ooh-hoo-hoo! I like it when it get like this, baby. But you notice that it's, it's still on wax. It's nothing crazy. Ain't no in the streets. It's just dudes talking shit on wax. And I like that. Um, let's see what Doc had to say. <laughs> I like that. Aubrey is petty. He is petty, petty. He is... Who he patty, 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 patty. Like right now, and he is. Uh, okay, yeah, right. He ain't pulling up. I don't feel like that either, but I, I feel like he's. Okay. <laughs> I don't feel like he's pulling up, but that's what he said. He said he would have been pulled up on them dudes. Don't play with him. Don't play with him. Don't play with him. Don't play with him. Let the beast stay on wax. That's how I like it. I like it on wax. I like. You know, it's different now because back in the day, it was just on wax. It was in the songs, but now they take, they've take they taken it a um, step further, and now it's in the songs and on tour. But as long as there's no street bullcrap going on, I'm cool with that. I'm all right with that. I like it on wax. I, I love it on wax actually but yeah i don't believe let me bring this back up i don't believe that drake was gonna pull up well i don't know i don't know because if he got old dude behind him um what's his face texas you know who i'm talking about uh he got beef he got beef but if he got some people behind him he might pull up you feel me and lately he's been having people behind him but that's what he said and that Anna Winter situation gave me nightmares Aubrey Drake it gave me nightmares I'm not gonna lie just to look at her and the form in which you put her in oh my gosh I had nightmares I swear to beans I did but um dang why I can't think of this dude name right now and he all the way in my conversation all the time but as long I feel like he will pull up as long as he has the right backing. Um, but I, why are you gonna pull up on? Um, yeah, Jake. Mm, see, that's why I need you. That's why. Oh my gosh, y'all have no, no real understanding of why I need Docs have nine one twelve. Listen. Yes, Jay Prince, and he always be in my conversation, and I don't know why I couldn't bring him to my mind because I really don't think about Jay Prince unless he's in the conversation but yes that's exactly who I mean Jay Prince I feel like if Drake because you know how Jay Prince bride for him so I feel like if Jay Prince was with him maybe he'll pull up on Pharrell and Pusha T not so much Pharrell Pharrell has already said he is a civilian and he don't want no parts of that. So I feel like if Jay Prince pulled up on Pusha T with Drake, Drake would go hard. But I just, I digress. I digress. I do. Okay, so let's get into it. We got more things to talk about. So we talked about the whole situation and how I kind of want to save this Pusha T. Oh, let's talk about Cardi real quick. <clears throat> Let's talk about Cardi real quick. So, I've been telling y'all stop throwing people shit at people at their shows. And I've been saying this for a reason. I've been saying it 
for a reason. I hold on before I go into this Cardi situation because I got a lot to say about this Cardi situation, and it might be a clip. I don't care at this point because I'm gonna make a point with the situation. But let me say um, what Doc said real quick. So Doc said, if he needs backup, that's weak. I'm just that's the only way I see it happening, though. That's the only way I see it happening is Jay. If he got Jay, like you know, they pull up in the in the situation in the Sprinter and Jay Prince in there with Drake. That's how I feel like he pull up on Pusha T. I, otherwise, and Drake got some headers. They just keep going to jail. But I feel like that's how he gonna pull up. This is a crazy thing happening with folks throwing stuff. It is. Let's get into this. I'm glad. Yeah, it is a very. I don't understand why y'all feel so comfortable with throwing stuff at people and not that I'm Team Cardi, right? I am. No, I'm not Team Anybody, though. Hold on. Let me see what you had to say first before I get into the story. Um, It just happened to Pusha T. Drake fans threw a beer at him at a recent show. You know and you know what? I... It's crazy because I get that part because they're Drake fans. But this situation here is crazy to me. So Cardi had a show recently. Um, when you know she was, and I'm gonna tell y'all something about Libras, and she is very much a Libra, right? So let's read the story first, and then I'll get to the Libra, Libra happenstance. So um, Cardi. Cardi's throwing the microphone during a live performance has um, spewed a lot of debate in the internet. But one of the things that are taking shape is invoking the infamous musical duo Millie Vanilli. I'm going to tell you why it's not a Millie Vanilli moment in a minute. A lot of folks noticed that after Cardi stopped on um, her show on Saturday to retaliate against a woman who threw a drink on her from the crowd. The music, um, the music and song was rapping too. Bodak Yellow, okay, um, and kept going. And many have assumed that Cardi is lip singing. Y'all get on my nerves with this. Um, it was quite noticeable, but. Obviously, more people focus on what was going on between Cardi and the lady who appears to have been um, hit with Cardi's mic. <laughs> and Cardi got a good-ass fucking name. Um, now, the in the aftermath, the jokes are flying at, um, at Cardi's expense because some trolls are falsely, uh, um, falsely equating her to Millie Vanilli. Um, Millie Vanilli's Rob. Pilatus and Fab Marvin, Morvin, um, who notoriously caught were caught, caught lip singing in 1990 during the live performance when the record skipped uh, mid show. Not only were Millie Vanilli dudes exposed for lip singing, um, in, in a lip singing sense, but it was later revealed that they weren't the ones singing the songs in the first place. Indeed, it was very scandalous. Um, in the wake of Cardi B's dispute, some are throwing um, throwing her into the same category, but it's apples to oranges and a whole bunch of um, a whole bunch of reasons, which many on Twitter are rightly pointing out. For starters, um, it's common these days for the artists to use backup tracks in their performances. In fact, 
it's so common. Um, it happens modern days, especially when rappers are all big acts. Um, all big acts do this. Um, they simply chime in on top of the, you know, and on top of the tracks. Often, um, you know, adding to the entertainment value. Cardi's case, there's no evidence that she wasn't rapping without um backing with without a backing track and just. For the sake of argument, even if she was lip singing, it's no nobody's fucking business. Really, it's nobody. She, um, people know she does her own work, and even the best of them get caught mouthing their lyrics from the time from time to time, such as Beyonce. And when Cardi, um, when it's Cardi up there, we all know it's true. Okay, so. Let me get to the comments because I'm gonna say what I got. I'm gonna speak my fucking piece on this one right here. Um, yeah. So, um, you said okay. Let's see. I'd go. Oh, hold on. Let's see what you said, baby. I go Brazilian man and start throwing dog shit back at them. Dare someone to throw any something back? How? Um, watch how. With the shit I get, I believe you, baby. I believe you. Wait, let me put this on the screen. I believe you, boo. I do. I believe you wholeheartedly. I believe you. Don't play. Um, the vocal track lip sync. Yeah, girl. You know it's true. Oh, oh, oh. I love you. All right. So let me tell you the difference between Cardi and Millie Vanilli. So I said it, and while I was reading, I'm gonna say I'm gonna reiterate. First things first. We know that it's Cardi on that track, Bodak Yellow. She might be lip-singing over her own vocals, but they're not somebody else's vocals. This is why this is not the Millie Vanilli case. Um, she's lip-singing over her own vocals. There are many times, if and I love Lil Wayne. I love my Libras. Uh, Lil Wayne is my birthday twin, and Cardi, her birthday is several days after mine, but she is a, a Libra as well. It's a lot of things that's going to get ready going to this conversation. Little Wayne does not remember any of the tracks that he created, but they're still him. They're not, not him. And so, yeah, the track might got to play because I'm making, I'm making tracks and I don't remember all of my tracks. I don't know if that's the case with Cardi B, but I know that's the case with him. He does not remember any of his tracks, but it's still him. Um, let me see what you said real quick. Um, Millie Vanilli didn't even sing the song. Right, but Cardi did. Um, that's all. That's why they bombed. Exactly. But Cardi is, that's her. That's her voice. That's her rapping. That's every bit of Cardi. Bodak Yellow, we remember that joint. Um, so yeah, she maybe have vocals in the background, but it's still Cardi. So y'all not get ready to give me that it wasn't Cardi. It was her. It's definitely her. But the track was playing in the background. That's it. You feel me? Um, and it is. But she is very honest about. See, that's the, now. Let me get into the Libra thing. She's very honest about that, though. She ain't never said that she wrote her own shit all by herself. She might have added a, you know what I mean, a thing or two. But she don't. She she's very been very adamant about her not writing her own tracks. So for you to try to use that against her is some bullshit. 
It's some bullshit. Secondly, Libras, it is rap. And who a lot of people got ghostwriters. So we want a writer. Um, so it's rap. So we want a writer too. Yeah, for sure. Um, what else you had to say? Pulp. Let me see what else. So this is all Doc One Sav. I'm repeating what he writes, but Drake doesn't fully write either. Nobody really in these days, this day and age, really writes the full track by themselves. But let me tell you about some Libra shit and why that happened. Cause see, they they wanted to focus on that, but let's focus on the Libra shit. You throw something at me, my dude, my ninja. And I'm trying not to use the words, but you throw something at me, my nigga, something is going to go get thrown back at you. And I don't give a fuck if it's a drink. If all I got in my fucking hand at that particular time, whatever I got in my hand is going for your head. And Cardi, her aim was fucking impeccable. Don't throw nothing at me. All right, so I got background vocals. So what? I got the track playing in the back. That don't give you the right to throw nothing at me. Throw something at me and and she she was nice because me I probably would have jumped off the stage and been ready for war like I just don't throw nothing at me it's not okay I'm at work just like when you at work I said this before and I'm gonna say it again I'm at work just like you be at work you paid for these tickets to be here now I'm at work don't you fucking throw nothing at me cause I promise you it's gonna be war I promise you you gonna get her I told you I'm bringing a bag of dog poop I'm just saying don't throw nothing at me because at that point I feel some kind of way it'll be my my rider for the show <laughs> dog poop that's gonna be on your rider um but my point is like y'all can't keep thinking y'all could do things to these people just because y'all feel like y'all can get away with it and they not gonna respond she's not that kind of girl i'm telling you this libra shit is real and y'all keep thinking it's a joke and y'all keep thinking this shit is a fucking game and it's not I don't do anything to people until they do something to me. You do something to me, now it's all out fucking war. I swear it is. And I'm going to win the fucking war. I promise you it is. You not get right throw nothing at me and thinking it's okay. So now what's been the understanding is that Cardi may be facing charges. I don't see how. She was violated first. It's on camera. Um, The venue staff be like, where we get dog crap from? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just... <laughs> Keep playing with me. Tell them you better check your humane society. I'm just saying. But don't you ever in your life think that you could throw something at me and it's going to be okay. I want to show some love. Shout out to Justin. Justin Hayes. Hi, Justin, baby. I'm, I appreciate you for tuning in. I wanted to show some love real quick. But don't you ever in your fucking life think you want to throw something at me and it's not going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight. I'm telling you it's going to be a fight. I'm really, really nice, and I'm really, really loving, and I'm really, really nurturing, and I'm very, very caring, and I love hard, but don't you ever for a fucking th second think that you're going to throw something at me, and it's not going to be war. It's going to be fucking war. I swear it's going to be war. Stop throwing shit at people. Tell them you better. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you it's going to be war. Justin, hit the like and subscribe. He already hit the like. That's why I shouted him out, because he hit the like already. Um, I don't know about the subscribe, but the like for sure he hit. 
um, yeah, you're not about to be throwing shit at me and think that I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna keep performing while you think no, no. Monica didn't even get hit, and she was she jumped down and she was ready to go to war. Don't you don't. Now you hit me, my personal body, my personal space. You know we going to war, and that's just what it is. It's it's what it is. I'm, I'm ready. Don't you ever in your mind think that it's okay for you to throw something at me and I'm not retaliating? Fuck that. That's that Libra shit though. And everybody be looking at it because we try to be loving and caring and nurturing and all that good stuff. But we ready. We ready. And don't you ever think it's cool. Okay, so also on the Cardi B situation, um, Offset made his rounds with Angela Lee, um, Angela Yee's show, and he said that he be doing what he be doing to Cardi because he be studying her body, and because he know what he's supposed to do with a Libra. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I don't know why people are doing this, Doc. I don't. I've been really trying to figure this out for the last. I've been trying to figure why. Why would you want to throw something at somebody who's there to perform a show for you? You pay exactly. You pay exactly. Um, so Doc said, said, why are people doing this? I don't know. And it's been happening a lot lately. It's been happening. You pay to go to a concert to throw something. That's crazy. Exactly. I'm not spending my hard-earned money to go and throw something at you. I want to show. And so, yeah. I don't feel like Cardi should be charged. She was violated first. But you know how they how they do. Okay. We're going to do a quick commercial and then I'll be right back. I promise you because I got to get some water in me. But stop throwing shit at people. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Y'all stop. Stop. Because somebody is going to get fucking hurt, I promise you. I'll be right back. Want last-minute brand design help? Get top-tier Fiverr freelance creatives at your fingertips, fast, with secure payments and 24-7 support. Head to Fiverr.com today and get something started. With these people out here, like, stop throwing shit at people. Like, you want to be violated? You don't want to be violated, but you want to violate me. I'm sorry. That's not how that shit go. However, the girl that threw her bra at Drake got a deal. Uh, that's different. It's a bra. <laughs> People been throwing... You draw, throw a drink on me, though, my nigga? Like, we, we going to war. And I felt like if if the chick would have threw her bra at Cardi, Cardi wouldn't have been mad. It's the drink situation. Bitch, I'm up here looking like I look, and you out here throwing drinks on me? Like, the fuck is wrong with you, my nigga? Like, don't do that. I got a problem with that. I'm sorry. It's going to be war. Um, Sorry. Playboy offered her a bag. I'm just saying, because he want her <laughs> to keep throwing bras at her. I'm just saying. But don't throw nothing at me. Don't. You could throw your shots. You could say whatever. Don't throw a physical thing at me because I promise you it's war. I promise you it is. But anyway, let's move on. So I wanted to get into this um, Ice Cube situation because Ice Cube has been making his rounds. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Um, the mag no Playboy the magazine. Yeah. Oh, Cardi got a big bag off of them, but... 
guess what? They throwing her bars. They not throwing drinks. She she don't play with Cardi. That Libra game is different. I'm trying to tell y'all, and we we seem nice, but we will fuck your whole world up. So anyway, let's get to this Ice Cube and um Tucker Carlson situation real quick. I want to talk about this. It's a lot to talk about in this situation. So Ice Cube tells Tucker nothing has changed um, with Obama or Black Black Lives Matter. And I feel like there are a lot of people that may agree and there are a lot of people that disagree. But let's get into it. It's not, um, it's not only politics that makes the sage bedfellows. Um, Ice Cube uploading um, um, unloading on Barack Obama, Black Lives Matter, the COVID-19 vaccines, and more with, um, with, of all people, Tucker Carlson. And I don't like Tucker, but I digress. The duo rolled through South LA together for a and um, for an episode of Tucker's show on Twitter, and they quickly found common ground on several top- topics. Shortly with the former president Barack Obama, Cube says he was proud. Um, he was a proud American and had, um that had elected a black man. Though maybe this guy is gonna be the guy. Mm. You know, like mm, good. I'm glad. Okay, let me put this on the screen because I do not like Tucker Carlson. I don't, I don't like, but we'll do that in a minute. Um, so, whew, it's a lot to give him. But he was proud to be. Um, Cube was proud to be in America. And what is going on here? I don't know. Let me close the window. So. Okay, okay, it's gone. Uh, it was just on my screen, not on your screen. But anyway, so, but ultimately, Q feels that Obama, like all of his White House predecessors, did nothing to change his life. Tucker and the rapper actor also brought up on Black Black Lives Matter. Um, Cube's criticism being. The organization didn't improve things for for black people. He know um for
Can you hear me? Hold on. I'm gonna try to fix it. Let me get rid of this. Let me get rid of this. Hold on. Can you see me? Can you hear me? Because I, I really, really can hear me or see me.
Hold on, I gotta change my camera. <laughs> Yeah, I find this the funniest because it's only it only happens when I want to get serious. All right, everything should be back up now. Oh my gosh, it's only when I want to get serious, and I feel like <laughs> they don't like when I talk about Tucker. Sorry, I just don't like the guy. Um, so. Anyway, Ice Cube and Tucker, they got into this whole situation. <laughs> like, oh, what the hell just happened? I don't know. But Ice Cube and Tucker, they got into their whole conversation. They talked about how Black Lives Matter didn't really do stuff. Let me see if I can get this out real quick. Um, I'm playing devil's advocate in this situation again because... It's not that I don't believe in our people. I definitely believe in our people. <clears throat> so it's not that. It's just that I, I, I kind of agree with the situation. Hold on. Let me get back to the things that I wanted to talk about real quick. I kind of agree with the situation. Like, did it change anything? Did our lives change at all? I mean, and I... <sighs> I'm in a rock and a hard place. And y'all just seeing what happens. It happens, and I don't know what happens. But I'm in a rock I'm in a rock and a hard place because, you know, I was very excited about our first Black president, too. I was very much. And I'm still excited about him. I love the work that he does outside of him being an active president. But um, at the same time, did it change anything? didn't change anything but then they also talked about hold on because i'm trying to make sure that everything i'm looking up because i swear I, i'm scared to change anything on the screen right now <laughs> i'm afraid i'm afraid but they also got into the big three situation with the um nba all right so let's get into it ice cube has a serious bone to pick with the NBA and Adam Silver. I'm saying that the league talks a good game about equality, but when it comes down to supporting black owned a Black-owned company, such as Cube's Big Three, they've completely dropped the ball. The rap legend um, and the three-on-three -three league founder teed off on the, um, commission, the commission um, while he was on the Tucker Carlson show on Twitter, calling out Silver for making it seem like the league is at the forefront of change when, in his opinion, it does not, um, it's not doing as, as much as all. All right, I'm going to get rid of this because, again, I feel like it's going to make 
make me like and i don't know I, I promise you i swear y'all think i'll be joking about the things that happen in my life i'm not joking like it's times where i get really into something and my mind is in something and then all of a sudden all of the chaos happens so let me just say this about the big three i never thought that they were gonna let him get his rocks off i never thought that I was sending y'all messages from my other YouTube account because I could not get on this particular situation at the time, by the way. So if you see the Lord Lucidity situation, that was me. Um, hold on, let me see. Can you see me? Yeah. I'm back. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> to know that I was back here. Because it's like, it seems like every time i get into uh, um a serious subject matter which it means something to me um it gets we start going through these crazy situations all right cool um but i never thought for one second with the big three well okay so let's go back the the tucker carlson and the black lives matter and obama and other situations he felt like none of that meant anything i kind of agree like it didn't change much we're still going through the same shit that we've been going through and we got a black president and as much as i love obama um and michelle specifically i don't feel like it changed much for us as a people i don't i told y'all that though i said that before like we marched and we marched and we marched and we said the things that we needed to say and we gave our speeches and all of that and still the same things persist that's not but when it came to this big three league i never thought they was going by him in. as much as ice cube has been out here doing things and trying to build things I didn't feel like they was going to let him, man. And the only reason why I didn't keep going is because it scares me. I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid. Um, but I didn't feel like, you know, they was really going to give us love on that one. So, you know, it is what it is. All right. We got to keep it moving because I'm going to have to edit a whole lot of this situation out of this like the the big silent moments but it's cool i'm in a situation where i can i'm afraid because they keep cutting my shit short that's why i say i'm afraid i'm not afraid to say what it is that i say never afraid of that i'm a militant person but they keep cutting my shit short and it make me feel funny about what it is i'm trying to do here because i want us to be able to have even though we talk media, I want us to be able to have adult conversations about what's going on in the world. And that's part of this. This this media Monday don't ever get it twisted. It's not just me being nosy. It's having a conversation about the things that are going on in the world. And so, yeah, I'm a little afraid because they keep cutting me short. But I get it. I see it. They see that I see it and I see that they see it. Oh, I thought you were talking about, I'm not afraid of the big three. I feel like I knew that they weren't going to let Q, like, you know, they was going to let him get as far as they were going to let him get, but they weren't going to let him get too far with it because it would be impeding on the w, the NBA situation and the WNBA, if you think about it, because if they let it pass for 
the males that are in the league, then they got a lot of pads for the females that are in the league, and it's just going to be a whole big-ass fucking catastrophe for them. Not for the league, you know, the big three league, but just for them, because it's competition. And they weren't going to let that just slide out. But I want to, before, I got to get to this because I'm going to go over a little bit tonight. But, you know, it is what it is. Y'all saw what happened to me. Um, so let's get to this Travis Scott situation because I've been waiting and waiting. We've gotten a little bit hand there, but we haven't really got the details. So now we got details and I want to talk about them. So Travis Scott told the police someone in his earpiece told him to end the um, Astro World concert at the Drake set, but insists that he had no clue that there was any emergencies unfolding in the crowd. I can believe that. Um, the rapper's account of what unfolded at the deadly November 2021 concert is documented in the um, 1,266 page report from Houston Police Department. That's the longest report I ever heard of. Um, who interviewed him at his home a few days after the concert. Travis said that the first time he noticed something was wrong was when he was on a lift lifted platform above the stage and he noticed someone down near the stage was receiving medical attention. I concur. I watched that concert. I saw I saw some things. Before this point, Travis said he recalled seeing lights in the crowd but could not tell what was going on. I felt like he could I okay. Um he so he asked folks in the crowd to put up a middle finger if they were fine and that was the um overwhelming response um so he thought everything was you know good and okay travis told police that he was on an elevated platform for about two or three songs when he saw someone waving hands at him near the stage and that's when he was told that the crowd um told the crowd to back up and get medical attention to the area. For the rest of his time on the elevated platform, Travis said that he was in a trance going through his performance and getting into the music and that there were wasn't a high um, commotion in the crowd. When Drake was on stage, the report said that the security guard tried to get the two members of Travis' team to stop the show in the middle of the set, but was denied and told Drake needed to finish. Oh, oh they blaming it on Drake. Um, Travis told the police that he, um, Travis told police he was told, yo, this is going to have to be like the last song when Drake was performing, but he says he was not told there was an emergency. When Drake finished, Travis says that he was told in his earpiece, yo, Travis, you gotta wrap it up. It's getting kind of hectic out here. Travis says there was no mention of the situation's severity. Um, Travis told the police that he was first told something happened at the concert when he got back to his trailer. When a friend told him um, a concert go goer was getting CPR. Travis says he thought only one person was in trouble, but 
was later informed that two people needed CPR and that there, um, that's when he started to question what was going on. Oh my gosh. Um, baby, I ain't scared of, I ain't scared of shit, but they scared me when they cut my shit. Um, so it was not until Travis got home at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., or 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. that he um, says that he learned that the number of the number of people who had passed in Astroworld. In total, 10 people passed and a dozen were injured. And now Travis is facing civil lawsuits through, um, though he will not face criminal charges. Because I told y'all that a couple of weeks back that he wasn't facing ch criminal charges. The report notes that um, Travis was clearly concerned about the condition of the victims when he was talking to the cops, asking about the status of those who had been hospitalized. Um, okay. And that was one, but there's another one I wanted to read real quick. Hold on. Oh, gosh. Okay. We, we in there. I'm going to get to the comments in a minute. I just want to get through this really, really quickly because it was a lot to take in. And this is the last story I wanted to end with. And then I wanted to talk to y'all about it. So, um, Travis team prevented the concert from stopping, final police report says. Victims of Travis Scott's Astral World tra um, tragedy were alarmed, um, alarmed the concert um, were alarmed the concert would continue as they were fighting for their lives. One security guard even went backstage pleading with Travis Travis's team to stop the concert, but the team refused to alert Travis. Police just released, um, like I said, a 1,266-page report, which includes review, um, interviews with hundreds of concert attendees, many of whom suffered injuries and were hospitalized. Some of them painted a grisly picture of what happened on November of 2021 as the crowd surge, um, surge resulted in a stampede. Mm. Let's get into it. I'm going to finish my show out. The report says the security guard, Marty, made it backstage to the audio area to try and stop the show while Drake was performing. So, okay, let's get into it because now there's two different reports I'm reading. Marty said he made it clear to both members of Travis's team who allegedly had the ability to communicate with Travis um, that the concert needed to end, but... He was blocked. The man says Travis' team did not want to shut down the show, um, shut the show down because Drake had three more songs left and says he told them the situation was much bigger than Drake, but says Travis's team um, actively impeded the ability for someone to stop the show. Now, police interviewed Drake and asked if he noticed any problems going on in the crowd while he was on stage. And he told the cops it was difficult to see from his vantage point because there were a lot of lights and it was his first time ever on the, that stage and he wasn't able to rehearse. Um, Drake also told the cops he didn't hear anyone in the crowd begging to stop the show, explaining that his, um, that his earpiece drowns out a lot of the outside noise. 
which makes sense. Um, the report also says that Drake told the police he met up with the um, Travis after the show, which they did. And at that point, they did not know about the tragic incident in the crowd. Drake said his manager later informed him about the situation. Travis is still facing civil lawsuits over the deadly concert. And I shouldn't have said that, but I said it. And it turns out people in his team were blocking folks from stopping the show. It could have le- um, it could have legal consequences in those suits. Um, the police report is also filed. Um, uh, police the police report was also filed with details of concert goers, including one named Aiden, who said he felt like he was losing oxygen, oxygen, and um, he began yelling for help as he fell to the ground. His friend Brianna was nearby and she heard um he heard her yelling, I can't breathe and he um and he went into survival mode. Aiden also um says that Aiden says he got himself out of the pile but it did not help that the music continued on the plane. Um continued on playing even though it was clear people were being trampled. He says he got the um, got to the front of the stage and tried to get Travis's attention to stop the concert, but was unable to do so. Oh my gosh, this is the more that is coming out. Okay, let me. I'm getting emotional a little bit, but um, aside from the obvious stampede, um issues that occurred during the chaos. Another fan believed the lighting of the stage caused him to um, have a seizure. And he told police that he had no history of seizures and had not been taking any narcotics that night. The report also includes interviews with first responders who describe absolutely, uh, absolutely horrific scene. One Houston firefighter said that he um, worked on 11 cardiac arrest patients within 46 minutes and observed one person with a crushed larynx, um, one overdose, and another, um, and several others injured. This man, I, I'm trying to get my emotions together real quick because I do, when it comes to people, I have a, a really big heart and a soft heart and that kind of... <sighs> okay, remember the Star Report, Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky? I do remember that. I do. Um, my bad. It was only 453 pages. However, it took four years. Yeah, it did. Um, Travis' report was longer. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm going to get to that in a minute. I'm going to bring that back up in a minute. Y'all, I'm really... I'm really trying not to get emotional about this shit because it was like I watched the concert and I'm going to be honest, I watched it live right, because I knew it was live and and, and whenever I know that a, a concert is live and I can watch it, but then I don't have to be there I watch it Um, I can say in all honesty one is that it was not supposed to be that many people there uh um let me get myself together. It was not supposed to be that many people there. A lot of people, those a lot of those people, 
um, snuck in, right? So that's first. Um, with me being a person who has dealt in the music industry and been on stage with my artists while they were performing, I can tell you it's a whole different situation looking into the crowd versus um, you being in the crowd. And I do know that... Um, I'm sorry. Let me get myself there. I do know in watching that situation, there are a few times that Travis did stop, right? And I can't say that it was all his fault. You feel me? The security was bullshit. And um, no, I'm not. Ta- I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna. I'm not taking a commercial break. I, it just that reading that was a lot for me. Um, and like I said, I watched that show, and I watched him stop a couple of times. But there's no way that he could have seen what was going on. And I and and reading. Drake's statement is no way that Drake could have seen what was going on out there either. It's different when you got a bunch of lights on you and you performing. It's this, this is a way different dynamic. Now, as far as um, Travis's people, yeah, they probably should be wholeheartedly. No, nah, no, probably they should be held accountable. Um, Damn, I didn't know that that was... I I read it earlier and it didn't touch me as much as it just touched me just now reading that shit. And I don't know why, but it was a lot going on and there's no way Drake nor Travis could have seen what was going on. And there's no way um, Drake nor Travis could have heard people crying. It's it's thousands. It was more than 50,000 people there. It's like, how do you expect them to hear over the crowd? I don't know. But, um, <laughs> oh, you stopping me from crying right now. But and it was a, a really sad situation. And, and I ain't going to lie, because I watched it, I saw what was going on. It kind of touched me a little bit. And that's why I kind of wanted to come back um, and talk about it a little bit. Because... It's not over. Like, people lost their lives, and a baby lost their life. And, you know, and that baby was about the same age as my kid. So it just, this is why I would never take my kid to anybody's concert. You feel me? She not ready for that. And then on top of that, we talking about grown folks being, lives being, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Forgive me. I'm gonna get it together, but I, I had to take a moment because that was a lot. And like I said, I watched the show. I watched what happened in the crowd. I watched a lot of things transpire that night, and I watched it from home. And I wasn't there. And I promise you, it was so many people in that crowd, and it was so much going on. And although the ambulances were making their way through the crowd, it was not enough security it was not enough medical attention i don't think that they were prepared for what was gonna go on um i know that they weren't prepared and so i can't put the full blame on travis you feel me a lot of people didn't even belong there because they didn't even have tickets so it was eh, that was a lot okay let me get to some love so i can get out of this Cause man, I'm just thinking about 
where my headspace is and then the things that I learned that happened after the fact and I watched a lot of things happen and it was a weird weird time and I know everybody want to come back to you know he had this and it was satanic and all of this shit but them people ain't had to put themselves there either and I don't believe that them type of environments is a place that you take your kid I'm gonna be honest and it's sad that that baby lost his life and that made him and then this what made it worse is that he was a really huge Travis Scott fan so it was a lot man it was a lot all right big love big love shout out to the United States the United Kingdom India France Germany and Belgium specifically Brussels oh man I love you guys so much thank you for being faithful and loyal um audience members I love you Russia freaking Indonesia, Japan, New Zealand, Australia, Turkey, Switzerland, Canada, Mexico, Austria, Philippines, and Canada. I love you all. I do. Oh my gosh. Pakistan, Romania, South Africa, Nigeria, Brazil, Netherlands, um, Singapore, Spain, Japan, Ireland, and Nepal. I love you all. I do. I do. I do. I love you so much. Mauritius, Israel, um, Hong Kong, China, Poland, Tunisia, Venezuela, baby. I love you. And big shout out to the Czech Republic. I love you so much. Y'all, I don't know what just reading that story just did to me. Because normally I can get through these situations. But I feel like maybe it was because it was a situation that I'm privy to. I paid attention to. I watched. Like, it was just so much. And just reading the detail. I've been waiting for this detail report for a minute. Um, and now that I write it, it just got me emotional. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I apologize. I do. It, just, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, I, I didn't either because I read the story before I even reported it, but it was a lot just taking in all of the, the accounts of the situation it was a lot of people that you know what i mean lost or a few people that lost their lives and then a lot of people that were injured and i think reading it out loud versus reading it in silence it took its toll on me but anyway i got some i'm i'm getting out of that zone because i can't stay there because that was a lot um <laughs> If you want to come on the show, hit us up ambitiouslythepodcast at gmail.com. Ambitiouslythepodcast at gmail.com. I got to get out of that zone, boo. I do. Uh, Doc, I got to get out of it. Um, if you would like to come, um, drop a comment, join the conversation, please do. Drop a comment. Send a text 443-850-4828. Um, or ask me to drop the link and I will. I will. I will. Um, I do play videos on occasion because things happen, but know that I have permission to play all of those videos. I do. I wouldn't play them unless I did. Um, man, if you want to hit us up on um, social media at ambitiously, uh, mm, sorry, at miss underscore ambitiously ENT on IG on Facebook, ambitiously, um, 
at ambitiously on YouTube, ambitiously the podcast. Jesus, I'm trying to get it together. <laughs> I am. Like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. We need every like, every share, and every subscription. We try to do some things over here. I'm more focused on the likes and the shares than I am the subscriptions, but you know, subscribe to. Oh my gosh. Check out our website, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. I got it together, y'all. I did. Um, if you would like to drop a donation, dollar sign capital L U R L U C I D I T Y, Lord Lucidity, the Lord the Men, clearly. That's what we do. We bring them in and then we give them clarity. That's what we do. Uh, Oh my gosh. Patreon.com slash ambitiously ENT. Join the Patreon, but I'm going to make sure that I put the coffee in there because that's really where I want y'all to go. Um, our viewer channel, um, viewer.com slash ambitiously ENT as well. Big shout out to King Knox. He will be here tomorrow night um, for the tap in. We're going to tap in and we got to examine the take. Thanks to Doc Sav. Oh, Doc, I appreciate you so much. Um, yeah. We got an exam to take after we go through the bag. Um, King Knox, his mixtape is available. I'll make sure I have that available for y'all tomorrow night as well. Um, he got a couple of mixtapes going on right now, so we're going to talk about it. Big shout out to my DJ, cause go DJ, cause that's my DJ. Big shout out to my DJ, Rukezi. Mm. He sent me the mix today. I already have it. We getting prepared for Friday. I'm so excited about it. It's a good mix too. Oh, I can't wait for y'all to hear. Um, big shout out to Rukezi. Oh, I gotta get my life together, man. I gotta get my life together. It was heavy. I, I think reading it out loud. Uh, was a little bit heavier than reading it in silence. I read things in silence, but then when I have to read them out loud, it changes the demographic. We are worldwide. Um, give the world more smiles, man. We need all the smiles we can get. Oh my gosh. Thank you for the 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 good feelings, Doc. I needed that. Top flight. Catch up, catch the vibes of Cat Lee. Even though we went through some stuff today, but I'm not even tripping off that. It is what it is. Props to Knox. We will see him tomorrow, but big shout out to King Knox. We're gonna do what we do. Um, salute to DJ Root Casey. Salute and this fire Missy Ray be crazy because I'm it's more graphics going in the lesson. <laughs> Ready for this this fire mix? I'm ready because it's some things, it's some things, hunty, it's some things. Now, how I'm going to sleep knowing your heart is having her? Um, it's not. Uh, I'm okay, Doc. I am. It just was. I think when I read it, it wasn't like I said. It wasn't as crazy as it was reading it out loud. Them reports is crazy. But I got to give the tea. It's Media Monday, and we got to talk about it. And they did cut me off with my Tucker Carlson situation. They didn't like me talking about Tucker. <laughs> but I did, and I finished it. Tucker really don't like the movements, and Ice Cube just added to it. And then the big three, I knew they weren't going to let him in, and I don't know why he thought they was going to let him in, but whatever, but whatever. <laughs> whatever stop thinking because you got money that they go no you gotta take your money and move it I promise you just wait uh, you gotta just go with the punches you feel me um man 
I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. First, let me start by saying that. Um, yes, the tapping is tomorrow. Okay, yeah. <sighs> Thank you. That's yeah. Ending on a high note. Thank you, Doc. Ending on a high note. The tapping is tomorrow. We will be live tomorrow. We be, we be talking about some things, and then we have this final exam that we have to take we take every week on Tuesday with Doc Sam 912 <laughs> I, I kind of anticipated a little bit though um, but yeah that's happening tomorrow that is definitely going down tomorrow first things first mind your business I probably shouldn't have mind the Travis Scott business but I did um, but mind your business everybody's business is not your business except for Medium Mondays where I tell you everybody's business and obviously sometimes it gets to me I didn't cry though I was a big girl put my big girl panties on <laughs> but there's a difference between standing in your lane and minding people's business. We will get to that in a minute. Love your babies. Hug your babies. Encourage your babies. They need that encouragement. They need it so much. And remember to tell your babies that they are the GOAT. They are the greatest of all times. They need that encouragement. You are the first line of encouragement. And if you're not encouraging the babies, you should be a damn shame to yourself. If they want to work for NASA, then tell them to be the best astronaut, engineer, secretary, janitor, or receptionist they can be. If they want to work for NASCAR, then tell them to be the best pit boss, NASCAR driver, or commentator, or whatever the hell else they do at these establishments. I don't know. It's space and it's drive. I don't know. I don't know. I never worked for neither one of these corporations, but tell them to be the greatest that they can be. Stay in your lane. Everybody's lane is not your lane. You jump in my lane, you're going to get her. <laughs> You don't want her. You want her. She's sweet, kind, and cuddly and all that good stuff. And especially her. Because baby, because baby, if a girl is purring, she's a happy, happy girl. But stay in your lane. Everybody's lane is not your lane. The difference between minding people's business and staying in your lane is this. You can mind people's business from afar, but when you jump in somebody's lane, you are inserting yourself into some shit you have no business inserting yourself into. You don't belong in that lane. You don't. And what usually happens is a collision. And who the fuck needs that? Nobody. So just stay in your lane. Choose your battles wisely. Every battle is not your battle to fight. It's not. So choose your battles wisely. Worry about the war because it's a big-ass war going on outside and obviously none of us are safe from it. Just worry about the war. Don't worry about the, the small, minute battles. Every battle is not yours to fight. Oh, uh, man. Dang, that was a little heavy, though. Oh, man, that was a little heavy. A little bit. And just thinking about everything that happened. It was a little heavy, but... I got to get out of here. I love you guys so much. Stay safe. Stay out of trouble. Dot, don't be out here Brazilian man and people. Because I can't watch you when you're not here with me. Thank you for being here with me, though. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for keeping me abreast of the things that were going on. Although we had that situation. I appreciate you so much. And be safe out here. Stay out of trouble. And good night. I, I promise you. Damn, this was a, this was a heavy one. Good night. I love y'all. Bye.